Big time. Oh, they don't have him yet. Look at Tommy Frazier. How many tackles can one man break? College Football History Buffs, welcome back to another episode of the College Football History Podcast. This is the finale of Season 1. Um, I figured I'm going to kind of go ahead and like break this podcast into seasons. Started this show, this um, this podcast, you know, kind of late in this COVID shortened season. A little weird. Um, so this will be the season finale for Season 1. I think this is the third episode or so. And I'm going to go ahead and start back again in August. And the format I'm thinking about doing is, so, you know, the season kicks off around Labor Day weekend. I'm going to try to think about a game that I remember watching from another Labor Day weekend from years past. And then trying to correlate. So it's going to kind of be like this week in college football history in a sense. Um, So this week um, for this episode is the finale we got the national championship game coming up uh, with Ohio State, my alma mater, and Alabama. And so I want to talk about a national championship game from years past. And I think the game that I want to talk about is involves probably by many people's estimation. And I probably would have to agree based upon, you know, my own observations and me remembering this team, the 1995 Nebraska Cornhuskers. And they played... Uh, the the Florida Gators in the Fiesta Bowl, the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl, um, in January '96, and uh, Nebraska was coming off a national championship the previous year, their first national championship for Tom Osborne. He was the legendary coach for Nebraska. I think he's now a senator now. I want to say so. Yeah, Nebraska at the time, you know, they were they were unbelievable. That program. Um, running with the, with the, with the triple option, they had like a they would have these like a wing back, kind of like a wide receiver kind of player. Um, I think Abdul Muhammad was the was the wing back of that year for them. They had a guy named Reggie Ball. Um, they utilized their tight ends, and they had these big corn fed uh, offensive linemen. And people will sometimes question whether or not how Nebraska would fare today. Those Nebraska teams. Um, the thing of it is, people still talk about in college football that games are one of the offensive and defensive lines. And those guys, those teams from Nebraska, had phenomenal lines. So I don't know that things will be different. Um, you know, obviously Nebraska started falling off after Osborne retired. Frank Solich, his longtime assistant, uh, took over. Um, and just, you know, he was able to maintain some level of success for a couple of years. But they hadn't won a national championship since um, Osborne. Uh, Osborne won it his last year. So 
this game was billed as like two high-powered teams, both prolific offenses, who pretty much rolled through the regular season. I think Nebraska's biggest test throughout the year was supposed to be Colorado. Um, I want to say no, no, sorry, Colorado was that was the previous year. So they went ahead and pretty much steamrolled everybody. Um, likewise, Florida did as well. Florida, uh, coached by Steve Spurrier and the Fun and Gun offense, Danny Werfel at quarterback. Um, you know, w- with with uh, a lot of explosive wide receivers. Um, they had Fred Taylor in the backfield. They had, uh, I think, Terry Jackson was another tailback. Then everyone remembers Fred Taylor had a great career with the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. I think he was a freshman uh, that year. I want to say. Um, you had Ike Hilliard played for the Giants. Raydell Anthony, I think, played for the Buccaneers. I think Jacques Green was a freshman on that '95 Florida team. Um, just explosive then, and. and Steve Spurrier brought a type of offense that was unconventional for college at the time. Um, when you go back and look at some of the teams that won national championships, um, you see the quarterback play. They weren't throwing the ball that much. I think Alabama um, won a national title in 92 just a few years back um, with very pedestrian quarterback play from Jay Barker. Um, Nebraska wasn't throwing a ball around. Nebraska was going to run their quarterback. Uh, and their quarterback was Tommy Frazier, one of the greats of all time. Uh, great, probably the greatest option quarterback of all time. Um, you know, never really pinned out in the NFL. He's, I mean, again, these guys aren't, this, you know, their style of play wasn't going to get him to the NFL, but they were, uh, you know, s- certainly suited for the college game. So this game was built as a great matchup. Uh, I remember seeing this game early on. You see Florida with their quick passing attack, moving the ball down the field. They had the lead at the end of the first quarter. And then second quarter, Nebraska just came in, just obliterated them. Um, you know, Lawrence Phillips, um, what a what a talented running back. What a phenomenal talent that never lived those potential off-the-field issues, but just ran wild. Um, got the second quarter going with a long touchdown run. Nebraska then pinned Florida back. Um, and then their pressure, uh, the, the defensive pressure, they had uh, like Jarrett Tomich, Christian Peter, uh, I think Jason Peter, the Peter brothers on the defensive line just terrorized Danny Werfel. There was a, you know, you had a, I think Mike Minter, great defense. I think it was a safety or a linebacker for Nebraska. I can't recall. They ended up sacking uh, Werfel in the end zone, getting a safety. They get the ball back. They score. And then there's like a pick six in the same quarter. Like Michael Booker picks off Werfel and takes it back for the touchdown. And they go and, and, Florida is up, I think, ten to six in the first quarter, and then they're they're down thirty five to ten at halftime. <laughs> I mean, that game was was pretty much over. Uh, so, you know, they didn't get it didn't get any better in the third. And you know, Tommy Frazier's known. You know, he has this. You know, many people say the greatest run of college football history, where he had, I think, seven Florida players had a chance to bring him down. And he like broke free for like a seventy five yard run. It's actually the call from that run is on in the intro to this podcast so yeah i mean final score 62 for nebraska 24 for florida um you know and and, and you'll, you you look back and that, that that nebraska program um they didn't get it down in 96 um but they did win the national title in 97 at least shared it with michigan um 
So you're talking about three national championships in four years and just seeing how they just mowed teams down. I mean, you, you rarely did with their games even close. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, definitely. I think that game's available on YouTube if you want to check it out. Uh, CBS Sports had it hyped up. You know, obviously a huge hype. Number one versus number two. And back then, one versus two wasn't always happening. You got to remember, remember, this is pre-BCS. This is the old Bull Coalition. So, with Florida being the SEC and Nebraska at the time being in the um, – the old uh, Big Eight conference before they merged into the Big Twelve with the uh, with some of the teams in the Southwest Conference, you know they were able to make it happen, make that one versus two. And I mean, you, you remember seeing that game, man? You see, you, you, it's, it's rare to see Steve Spurrier like that frustrated. You couldn't like he had no answers. So, um, hope you all enjoyed the show. We'll see you guys next season. Uh, maybe there'll be a video segment with it. Who knows? Again, just trying this out. Just uh, you know. This is one of multiple podcasts that I host, but just want to work on my monologue. And, uh, um, you know, if you want to follow the channel, it's um, just we're on Instagram. That's at College Football History Pod. And you can find my personal um, podcast, my Instagram channel, Mahinda Podcaster. First. And with that, we'll see you next year.